0: we through being, cool. We're through being cool. the and the Going to bang some heads Going to beat
1: some butts Time to show
2: those hey. Evils, but, but, but. hey welcome to Hey my man episode 15 (laughs) take two we are uh we just did an entire hour's worth of a podcast that didn't record so we're gonna try to keep it fresh and just talk about all new stuff i'll tell you what though it
1: was excellent
2: it was you guys missed it It that was the (laughs) warm-up uh nick's back with us how's it going steve i'm here and of course me um Nick, did you uh, you have a little score you want to settle with me?
0: Yeah. I'm at it. I've been a longtime fan of Man Cow, which we've talked about before. He's obviously back now on a TV show on WPWR TV. Wait, Channel just 50. real quick,
2: let these let everybody know who Man Cow is,
0: since most people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Going with your New Year's resolution, you said you were going to try new things, one of them being watching the Man Cow Show. And you found, that, wait, after wait, it watched, my
2: New Year's resolution was not watching the Man Cow Show. The New Year's resolution was... Try new was, things. Try new things. One of those those new things, things you tried You was, asked me...
0: Was you like, hey, Nick said a lot about Man Cow, he likes him, I'm going to just listen to it see what all the hype's right. about. I, because I was going to shit on it. Right. I was, I, my,
2: my intention was immediately to shit where you sleep and be like, this guy
0: sucks, <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, what I like's good, what you like's bad. Go ahead. And you said, hey, I'm going to watch this TV show and give it an honest shake. And you called me the other day and said, hey, I've got to admit, I cannot stop watching the TV show.
2: It's almost like a car crash.
0: Because I will admit
2: this. From, you know, in the morning, I'm home. I'm watching my one or 15 month old. It's definitely, you know, I enjoy watching it. I don't enjoy man-cow. I don't enjoy the political rhetoric, I don't enjoy like any I don't enjoy politics in general when it comes to radio, TV or anything. Um but I will say that it is interesting, it is fun to watch. So I'm going to eat my words on that. I have not I've watched every episode and it's funny because the very first week I was like I'm going to watch this begrudgingly. And then the next week, I watched it without telling any, without telling Nick that I watched an entire. Because he's like, you know what? Go on there and I watch like five minutes, or you know when I'm getting I'll, ready I'll for work. I do about twenty to thirty okay. minutes a day. And we I am watch it twenty. Twi- it's like know, the I...
0: third week, you're like, yeah, I was watching Man. And I'm like, you're still watching it. Like I'm over it. You're still <laughs> well, watching it. Uh,
2: Mancow. One of his uh, female sidekicks. Uh, what's the uh, at? Man Cow's Trixie. Ma- yeah, Mancow Trixie. Yeah. Uh, Teresa she uh we were going back and forth tweeting and she put out the word about our podcast just as a nice friendly thing to do and we ended up getting i, I would assume at least a 100 new listeners from that mere tweet mm-hmm. so i said hey you know what i'm gonna she's supporting us i will that's just my way of i can't come out and say it i'm not a fan of the guy i
0: would never go so to you're a just, man. Pay, you're just paying it forward
2: <laughs> right absolutely but
0: you would go on to the show of invited
2: yeah, maybe. Yeah, you would.
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course, maybe
2: because I like Teresa and I like yoga and I think that you know, there's a lot to be. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I feel like I've let down myself, my father, my country. I don't know. It's I. I just I'm very confused right now. Um, does Mike
0: know about this? Oh no, no. And I, dude, I just
2: want to make it very clear: I'm not a fan of Man Cow. I do watch the show. Every day, for some reason, but I'm not a fan. See,
1: that's the, that's the thing. He doesn't care if you're a fan. Right. As long as you watch, he doesn't care. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I think that some of the things that he says are funny. And, and you know, Nick made a good point. It's local. He talks about a lot of local stuff. He interviews local people. Um, he does a lot for local businesses and stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess when you can watch somebody who's doing comedy and he has, like, comedians on that, that play Zanies in Chicago, he supports local comedians. And I can appreciate that. I don't so, think he does that because he
1: wants to. I think he does that because he has
0: to. That think, may be. That I mean, may be.
2: They may have some deal with the radio stations. That could be. But the bottom line is he lets these people on and he lets them have an opportunity to shine for the couple of minutes that he stops talking and they can you know say what they want. However, I am not a fan of Man Cow. <laughs> let's get that straight. I'm a fa- I am not a fan of Man Cow. Um, talking about Zanies, we're going to try this for the fifth time. This we we call this the Gilbert Curse because we've tried to podcast and talk about our our uh, experience seeing Gilbert Gottfried at Zany's a numerous amount of times and I'm watching now the computer screen and making sure that we're good to go. <laughs> All right. Uh and every time something happens, so I don't know if it's just Gilbert's bad luck or what, but in October myself, Nick, and my brother went to Zany's to see Gilbert. I did I had no idea what to expect when it as far as gilbert i mean i'd seen stuff on the roast yeah i've seen him on howard i've seen him you know I, i've seen him in various places doing like a couple of minutes here and like playing characters he was on hollywood squares before and you, you kind of have an idea of what you're going to get but i had no idea how great it was going to be you know what do you would you agree yeah i don't know what your preconceived notion was
0: yeah, I had not like you. I didn't really know much about his stand up. I'd seen him on The Roast, but before that, I mean, the last thing I think I'd seen him on was Problem Child Two, which I didn't <laughs> think it was the worst. Well, thing the ever best with part his is part at least
2: after um, after we got to see Gilbert's set, which was ninety minutes, uh,
0: all of all of ninety minutes. He killed absolutely from the minute he stepped on the stage to the, minute. the minute he stepped off. Yeah, he it was absolutely one of
2: the best. I would say of three of the best comedy shows I've ever seen. He's definitely in the top 3 of of shows I've seen and I would maybe even say in the top 2. That's how good he was. I mean, he blew me away. I've seen a lot. And where I, is he
0: on that top 50 list? Is he even on it?
2: Uh no. I'll get to that. Okay. But um and that's kind of what why I wanted to reflect on this real quick. He did impressions that were like spot on. Which I
0: had never seen him do, but were great. Because I, I knew he did them from Howard, but... I didn't think he was... I mean, the stuff on the roast was... It was all right. There's other people on the roast that were funnier than him. Right. But, I mean, I've seen Jeff Ross stand... Jeff Ross, to me, is probably one of the funnier ones on the roast. But especially the first couple ones that I, that I had seen, the Pam Anderson one and Bob Saget and stuff. But the Gilbert... Ross wasn't as funny, but the I've seen the Ross stand up and the Gilbert stand up, and Gilbert absolutely destroys me if you ask me as far as being funny on the stand up.
2: Well, I think because you had like a, a a pre preconceived idea of of what you know he was just gonna be up there screaming and ranting and raving and not necessarily know if he had like an actual set of jokes, but he did a lot of like joke punchline joke punchline. Right. right. He did some stories. Um, he did, like I said, some awesome. Um, impressions impressions the Jerry Seinfeld one uh but real quick the best part of it and I know my brother's not here to talk about it and I I will I'm sure when he comes on next time probably next week or the week after uh we'll revisit this but there was a comedian who what was his name
0: Andy (laughs) Bunningo. one more time B O N I don't think that's how you spell it. I don't think so, but anyway, how, do you, g- how do you think it's? Spelled? I, I, I don't know. Look at
2: I'm sure we could find it, but anyway, he uh, this okay, guy did you find him on Facebook or Twitter? Twitter, the guy uh, opened up and he was less than the best guy that night, let's just say. And I just it, he was he was dying, definitely. And he just wasn't getting, I, I, he just, I mean, the crowd wasn't into him that night or whatever. So my brother takes out his cell phone and we're sitting in the front row and he starts texting and the guy immediately realizes like my jokes aren't working. So he goes, Hey, you know, I'm, no, I'm dying up here, but you know, this guy right here. I mean, the guy pulls out his cell phone. Thanks buddy. Pull out your cell phone in the middle of my act. Real makes really makes me feel good about myself. And my brother just does not like to get pointed out at all. So I'm like right away. My my instinct is to grab him and like push his shoulder down. I can tell he's getting red. Cause Everyone's like, ooh, you know, and all that. (laughs) So then he follows up by saying, hey, while you have your phone out, why don't you Google, like, respect or decency or something like that and let you know how to act in public or, you know, during a comedy show. And I was like, you should Google him and find zero results. Uh, So that was an interesting experience. And the reason I bring that up is I'll I'll get to it in a second. So after the show.
0: Actually, before that, though. Pat McCann made a joke about us because it was still warm out, and especially me and you, our tattoos are visible. He's like, Oh, these guys have tattoos. But, I'm not going to mess with he, them. Yeah, he
2: was like going around the room and like trying to, like you know, just look for people to talk to or whatever. He's like, I'm going to skip this table. These guys are all tattooed up.
0: He's like, You don't want to mess with them.
2: But um, he's amazing. I've seen him like, I think, two times, and both times the guy was, he was spot on, had, definitely can
0: control the crowd, and it was. Oddly right. enough, i follow him on Twitter and he only has eighty-nine followers. And not only that, I want he's you to change Cow. that. He's on Mankow with his hash his Twitter tag on there. I'm like, I expected this guy to not only be verified, but have a couple thousand followers. I
2: don't know how that verifying thing works. I don't know if like you have to be a certain celebrity status. I definitely know you're like, somebody if
0: you're verified. Right.
2: You're not verified? Oddly enough, not. So <laughs> after the show, um, Gilbert stayed around and met with everybody, and you know, so was selling books or whatever. You know,
0: his uh, all of his merch. But Nick, you actually told Gilbert, like, "Hey, I just saw you." Was it? I, you, I told him, I go, "Hey, I just watched Beverly Hills Cop two, and I go, I, I fast forwarded just to your scene. <laughs> Nothing else was important in the movie, but
2: that scene. He's like, and he, he, he was like, like totally, like just honored about it. Like he, I, just, I hope he knows he's kidding." You know, I'm not saying you didn't like Gilbert's performance <laughs> in that movie, but it was like, I think you were like, you know, just busting balls to be funny or whatever. No, he, I thought, but he he was like totally down to earth, and he was like happy to take any compliment. Nice, super nice guy. Over here, total cla- I got
0: this, and then I forget what's in this hand.
2: I feel like he would have, I got the feeling that if you would have wanted to stay there and talk to him for another two, three minutes, he would have not had the line move along. He would have
0: talked to you. Let me ask you this, and I've asked you questions similar to before. Who was doing who a favor? Was Eddie Murphy... Doing Gilbert a favor by getting Gilbert in the movie, or was Gilbert doing Eddie Murphy a favor by being in the movie? I think the question you have to ask yourself: Do you
2: think Eddie Murphy really picked Gilbert to be in that movie, or <laughs> yeah, maybe. do you think that you know somebody I think else? Eddie Murphy had a big
1: hand in the uh, in the casting.
2: Well, Gilbert Gad- Gil- Gilbert was um, SNL alumni, so was Eddie Murphy. If you were Gilbert, was uh, an early SNL person, so maybe they knew each other from that. Maybe it was Eddie Murphy who threw him a bone on that. I don't know, but either way. Just like John Goodman and anything he's ever done, Gilbert was handed the baton and took it to the next level. Passed it off. I mean, his part was perfect. Yeah. So in every movie, whether it be Problem Child One, Problem Child Two, <laughs> uh, Ford Fairlane, I mean, the guy is just is spot on with his technique. Do you
0: think they could have found a spot for Gilbert in Caddyshack? Oh, definitely. I think that he could have. He could have been uh, Bill Murray's character. <laughs> <laughs> You he don't. could have been the. Uh, judge. I don't. Think, I'm
2: saying he would have done it as as good, but I mean, I'm well, pretty much he, down. He could have been. I think. To, I don't know why, but to me, everything. And I'm not talking about the the um, what's it? The Roseanne roast that he was on the last one, where I was like, eh. But when Gilbert's in a move, like everything the dude does is funny, and especially now after I saw him live, I I'm gonna throw this challenge down. Anybody who knows me personally, if you go to see Gilbert next time he's in Chicago, and I will be there, and Nick will be there. I will pay your bill for your, or actually your Money ticket. back guarantee. Money back guarantee. You don't think it's funny. That Gilbert is, and not Are only- you not, Steve? I'm going
1: to take him up on that. Yeah, I
2: already owe him some, you know, I just took him for a couple hundred bucks, so I'm sure, yeah. but you're going to be paying again. You wouldn't pay me anything, okay? I'll just pay you, but I'm telling you, it is absolutely a tight, awesome, hilarious 90 minutes, absolutely crazy, and I was hoping to God that somebody would try to uh, heckle Gilbert, but I, I don't think anybody it. dared. And I again, we just did an hour-long podcast where I said this, so I'm going to try to say it again and, and keep it fresh. We were sitting in this, not the very first row, because the first row is actually the stage, but the row behind it. And between Nick, it was me, my brother, Nick, and then it was a couple looked like they were on a first date, a guy who was probably in his early to mid-40s, white guy. And it was a black female probably in her early 30s, and I'm only say a blind date because they looked really, like, uncomfortable with each other. Didn't They weren't talking or whatever. And Gilbert, went. he he did some racially insensitive material, uh, and the black female was just not having it. She was not enjoying herself at all, but was landlocked. She could not get up because the seats, if you're so crammed in there, it was like it would have made it even worse. But I could see the guy, and he was trying his damnedest not to laugh because... They were funny jokes, but it's like, well, I'm with her though at the same time. So this guy was in a really weird situation. So I just laughed for him. Not only was it funny what Gilbert was doing, but when I saw this guy's predicament, I'm like, man, if Gilbert is doing like sees this and is getting some sort of enjoyment out of it, it's the greatest thing ever. Like you could take, you know, you could see the first three rows. I'm assuming if you're Gilbert, and if if you're if you know this dude's uncomfortable and you're making him squirm, at least maybe you're doing the same set every night you get a little bit of you know satisfaction and like i said there was a um nick was saying he didn't know why they didn't put us right up against the first row and i don't know this for a fact but i'm assuming that you know gilbert whoever the comedian is, had stacks of the deck and has like some interesting looking people or uh minority groups or whoever he has jokes about in the first couple rows so he can go to that if he's not, you know, if his crowd work, if he's, you know, his his stuff's not working, <laughs> but I can't imagine this stuff not working ever oh, guy man. with his, 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 you know, what do you call it? Um, Imitations were spot on. I mean, all the way. Awesome. But anyway, like I said, there was a, a Chinese chick up front. He was doing like a Chinese voice with Chinese eyes with his fingers. <laughs> and I mean, just the lowest common nominator style jokes that like, you, but
1: all awesome why does he have to do the eyes when he talk when he talks like that he looks chinese anyway
2: <laughs> well the funny thing is i my wife asked me she just said hey after the show when you talk to gilbert does he still talk i had the worst headache no he did but think. he didn't it, it was like obviously a lot more tame than it was but definitely i had a head, we were that close and i was like oh how does this I, guy keep this up i thought he talked like that
1: all the time for 90 minutes but man. i listened i heard him in uh on mark maron yeah he, he which is good you liked him on there, yeah. Was
2: now, have I kind of made you a fan? I know in the beginning you were. Well, you're kind still of paying like, for it, so yeah, what? Okay, the show. No, no, I'm talking about Mark Merritt. Oh, I thought you were
1: talking about Gilbert. Uh,
2: yeah, this is pretty, It's pretty good. Uh, it, it takes a little while. I think it's an acquired taste. I think he, taste. yeah, yeah, he'll grow on you because he he's one of those guys. Podcasting wise, that gets like the A list. Everybody wants to be on that podcast because mm-hmm. it's like the thing to do. So he Nick, I was gonna tell you, I'll send you a link to it. I might have already. He had Dave Grohl in there the other day. Yes, one of the little... coolest did you hear it Mm-mm. oh it's amazing it is absolutely a badass and i'm i'm not not am not really a huge fan of the foo fighters i know you are but I, whatever but dave Grohl himself is just an awesome he's an awesome isn't game. he crazy as shit no i thought he was no he's this is this guy is so down to earth man i mean literally if he lived next door you would not that he just seemed like a very down-to-earth cool person um so while we're talking about Zany's, which is where we where we saw in Chicago, where we saw Gilbert, we went like a couple months later and we took our wives to see Richard Lewis. And I was trying to explain to Nick, I guess when we were at Gilbert, there was a sign outside and it had a poster for Richard Lewis. And he's like, hey, the Boku guy. And he used to do these ads for this, like, what is it, like a fruit drink, like a smoothie or something called Boku. That and was like... There were like juice spots for adults. adults. And, yeah. So... He kind of made a joke and about like, it. well, like, How did he get there? A couple months later, I told him, because Nick's like, dude, does this guy even, he still does works? And I'm like, well, he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. with a pretty big show. He's really funny on that. Yeah, absolutely. So I convinced Nick. I was like, dude, just go there for $25. bucks. you will get to meet him at least. You get a picture taken with him. I mean, how bad can it be? So $25. it's
1: $25 for the show and a picture?
2: No, no, no. no. The pi- I think the picture's free. You take it with your own phone. Oh, all right. But So we go there. We took our wives. And... I was surprised at how how terrible the performance was. I mean, it was just so awkward. Like the whole time, there was a couple of laughs, but like the guy basically is. I like, still
0: believe he winged it, by the way, and you believe I, that he had like a controlled. Uh, I think that he had like a,
2: some sort of a, a loose outline, and he knew where he was going and where he was like for the most part. But I think he even said like, "Hey, I really don't have an act. I kind of just like you know see where the crowd's going and I try to go that direction." But it seemed like he was still telling the same jokes he told when he was young. Because
0: people were asking me what it was like, and I'm like, I couldn't even explain it to you if I tried. It right. was like one, it wasn't a story because there was no starter in, it was just him blabbering and rambling. Yeah, and like ripping on himself. Well, he was
2: telling and, a bunch of old like like sex jokes about like, you know, chicks throwing themselves at him backstage and this and that, and it's like, I guarantee that that joke worked when you were 25, but now you're like, a no disrespect, but you're kind of an older Dude, guy. That's he's an
1: awful looking person. <laughs> He's
2: Be careful. (laughs) I I think he knows. He sees himself (laughs) every day. Um so while we were there, it wasn't I don't think it was for that show. Um there was a couple people that were heckling, and it was like this there was a female, and I don't know if she was like, It's my birthday right like just some random just
0: ridiculous drunk woman talk. And there was a guy too that was sitting in the stage seats. That said something to him, and he's like, oh, you hate Jews. Or he he made, like, some, like, yeah. totally bust the guy out. And then at the end, he shook the guy's hand. Like, he totally just kind of. Yeah,
2: no, I'm sure he had that set up again. That was, like, one of the things that he had, his go-to, you know, things or whatever. But, like, I know, Nick, you were saying before, the last time we recorded the same podcast, that you enjoy uh, when people heckle. Just, like, just for the, like, hey, you're about to get it back. Not, you don't want to hear somebody heckle through the entire show. Right. I can't. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> I just I want to <laughs> see the guy. I I want to see the comedian just verbally destroy the person. Because if they can't, then I'm kind of like, well, hey, this is what this is like. <laughs> then you're you, joining in with the next heckle, exactly. like you suck.
2: <laughs> I mean, Steve, you, uh, what's your your favorite? Uh...
1: Eddie Murphy. Uh, yeah, in in Raw, the girl just
2: she goes like Whoa. just finds a silence. Yeah,
1: it's it's a the most silent part in the whole thing, and this girl just goes. I love you, Eddie. And this guy, the audience goes, shut up, bitch.
2: <laughs> and then just goes back to what Yeah. Done, and Eddie just like breaks down laughing. It's hilarious. Well, this kind of lets us segue into, um, I, I told Nick and Steve a couple of months ago, like I told Nick and I told Steve, i uh, probably the same time to watch the movie or the documentary called a documentary called heckler. And the documentary is actor, well-known actor, <laughs> Jamie Kennedy, from the Jamie Kennedy ex- experiment, from Scream, um, Son of the Malibu Mask. Most Wanted. Malibu's Most Wanted. Well-known
1: actor, deserved or not, he, he is a well-known <laughs> okay. actor.
2: And basically, this guy, he's a stand-up comedian first and foremost. And he basically goes around and he talks to comedians, um, most, like well-known comedians, and says, and musicians, I think, too. And he's like, you know, why do you think people heckle? What's your worst heckling experience? You know, how do you deal with hecklers? And you get to hear some of the best and brightest comedians of, of our generation and, like, you know, what their take is on heckling. And some of the funniest stuff is while Jamie's performing, they do a couple of performances, and I, I don't know how many it took, probably not many, when they were able to capture some people literally, like, heckling him. And then he – it's kind of funny because he takes those hecklers backstage after the show. And interviews assuming, them. Yeah, and he interviews them as to why – like what makes them heckle and they're
0: like because I you suck
1: kid. you suck it's like but why do why do I suck I'm up here doing this dude because you're awful your, your jokes are, jokes are not, you're funny. not funny
2: well so he not only that he he goes beyond that and he like brings in a couple movie reviewers that reviewed some of the things he's Dude, been in. they get in. vicious on him too. Yeah, and, and like he literally reads like one of the like it's so personal. I think about he's, him. he's
1: seriously hurt. About yeah, it.
2: absolutely. He I mean, how can guys, you like, not? You like? And it's not
1: even like you're not funny. Is like he is a bad, awful human. He needs like, die. Yeah, he's exactly. Just,
2: like I said about the uh scholar brothers, people used to complain he's a fall on their head. But they, like he asks this guy, and the, the guys are sitting there with a smile on their face, like yeah, I said it, you know. Uh, it was
0: funny when he brought the two idiot kids in and they're like, you suck, you suck. And he's like, well, I'm up here doing something like you got some balls. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I mean,
2: obviously he invited that and he's just it was the best part about it is people are they are I guess they're trying to get down to like what makes people heckle, why people feel the need <laughs> that they have the right to, to heckle somebody. And you have the right, but I, you shouldn't ruin a, a performance for everybody else. Like I said, I went to see Jim Jeffries and like two years ago and he he literally shredded. Like there's a couple of comedians that I know if I'm gonna see I was just gonna I'm waiting for someone to heckle. He's one of them. Doug Stanhope, uh Jim Jeffries. Joe Rogan would probably be pretty good too. I would think that uh like Adam Carolla is pretty witty, so like I don't know if he he doesn't have that kind of show. He probably does. I don't know if he gets heckled, but we went and saw Adam Carolla, another great show. It was different. It wasn't like a traditional stand-up show. He did like a uh, like a PowerPoint presentation, and it was just like a I was like a kind of a one- man show thing or you know a, a day in the life. I don't know it was it was a, it was a definitely a cool experience because afterwards again with him, you would think I put Adam up celebrity wise higher on that chart because just you know all the stuff that he's done and he absolutely we sat there and talked to him about Bill O'Reilly. You know, after uh, after we we got autographed by him or a picture a pictures with him or whatnot, yeah. autograph pictures with him, and then uh, uh, Nick was asking him about him being on O'Reilly, and he literally stopped the line and was like, like talking to us. Well, yeah, because you
1: were the only two people that probably watched him on O'Reilly. No,
2: every single person we were probably the the mean age. There was nobody there that was right. like thirty five was and up. It was like there was that's people. What, my I mean, parents that's pretty age. much his audience. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. You know, it definitely that's everybody that uh, saw the man show when it was exactly, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But um I would definitely I would see Adam again, and I'm assuming that his show is ever evolving because he's talking about stuff that's happening like today. Is he heckle proof? No, I mean I. But the thing is, is that's a guy that's too witty. He's too quick, so you better be you exactly. better be prepared. And that's fire, what I was gonna you know?
1: say. There, I want to ask you guys a list of like people that you you're not gonna heckle Bill like, Burr.
2: Burr. heckle Bill Burr.
1: I would never heckle Louis C.K. Because he would kill you.
2: Again, the thing is, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen Louis. I just saw Louis again a couple months ago in Chicago. And I, don't, I think there's certain... It depends on what kind of a venue you play. I guess there's always drunk females anywhere you go. And yeah. the opportunity for someone to just yell something out is one thing. Because I think you can work through somebody just yelling something out. It's the... You know, it's my birth It's my friend's birthday. It's her, bachelor, it's her <laughs> well, bachelorette some, party. And they just keep on that. and keep on and keep on, and it's like at some level, yeah, you you want the comedian as another as a fan of that comedian to be like, I want this person shredded. I want their dignity taken. Uh, but Michael Richards, <laughs> wow, well, I don't care. <laughs> I think I mean, he I'll, took I'll, that I'll to be, another I'll, level. I'll be honest. I mean, it, it is what it is. That's live performance, and that's that's what happens in the big city. I'm sure that happens all over the place. Prior to people to, having cell to phones. that extent. Yeah, I mean, I'm. What about the guy who who smashed a guitar, or the comedian who smashed a guitar over that guy's head? That was when a you, funny video. When you lose it, when you lose your shit like that, and you, I mean, you, was, you, I understand. I'm, I'm saying, I'm like, saying, that's it was exactly, just such a mental any, snap to me. Like for anybody who says, like, dude, you know, that was that's exactly how he felt. I I guarantee you 100% for someone to be like, oh, he wouldn't say that. he just, No, that's that not... is exactly what he was thinking. He said what he was thinking. He did. He just got pissed and he let, he was like, I don't care. whatever follow. I'm going to say whatever it takes to like verbally kill this dude but is pretty much what he was doing. I, for for someone to be like, oh, he would never say that. He doesn't use that language or he doesn't oh, think yeah. of black people. Yes, he does. Well, if you said I mean, it. That you, you... That's, that's a, such a cop-out for yeah. someone to be like, oh, he just was hitting him where it hurt. It's like. You just ruined your career. so better be. You better make sure it's something. You better hurt him pretty good. You're owning that. Yeah. Forever. Have to. But I don't know if you On Curb, He came back. Yeah. And did the the sign. It was funny. Yeah. But they did a joke at the end of it where they actually he you know. You make me
1: so mad. I want to call you something
2: really (laughs) awful. (laughs) That to me is. I mean, the mark of somebody who can you know don't take yourself so seriously. Realize he made a mistake. But the thing is. Yeah, but he he locked himself in his house for like months. I know, but what I'm saying is, is you. You don't get to decide when people take that from you. You're yeah. that's you now, and then you know some. Even if something else big happened or whatnot, people will always remember him for Kramer and for that. And people even go, they don't even know who he is. They go, oh, Kramer said this, yeah. Kramer said that. Right. It's like, hey, I, I would hate for that one thing to to ruin that entire guy's career, but you know, Pete Rose, gotta bring yeah. him up again. He yeah. I mean, did the same thing to Pete. Times it happens. Um, so, but I I would suggest I'm asking everybody to watch the uh, Heckler, and it's on Netflix it's right, right now. now. You can right watch there. it, and give it give me your opinion. Again, I just want to state I was not a fan of anything that Jamie Kennedy has done himself. Like I like movies that he's been in, but I you could give him, leave him or take him. I don't hate him, I don't like him. I, it's just whatever. But this movie, I'm telling you, I think it's an awesome awesome documentary. It's worth everybody watching. If you like comedy, if you like like pulling the curtain back and. And seeing, you know, what's going on behind the scenes, and getting an opportunity to look into some of these comedians' uh, heads and, and see how they feel about stuff. Um, one of the other things that this was interesting to me this week they uh, they Rolling Stone came out with a list of the fifty most the fifty funniest people now. So I'm gonna read I'm gonna read some of the, the names out this list, but what I want you to keep in your mind is. This isn't like because you know you're not you can't say hey Patrice O'Neal, because this is now he's dead yep. now so I originally read through it I'm like well what about Patrice or Where's what about this yeah. or- but this is and this isn't necessarily stand up it's in Hollywood yeah you know it's, it, on it. yeah it could be uh, movies TV any sort of like is Jamie Kennedy on it uh <laughs> no but I'm assuming he's like 52, 53, yeah, he's something close. like that so I want to go down the list. And as we go, I'll let you know who's ahead of who, but I I didn't write down all the numbers, but some of the people that really like, either I was really happy with, that they're on the list, necessarily not happy with their placement on the list, well, I'm just going to start. So at number 47, which just irked me, is Jimmy Fallon. He shouldn't be on the
0: list at all. What do you feel about that? I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of his.
1: Is I, he on that for the credit card commercials or for his actual television show?
0: I don't know, but I
2: I like to me, he is like, I don't get, it. I just don't get it. I don't understand why people think this dude's funny, and it's like you know people. My sister likes him. I know she was telling me she put something on Facebook like, oh, this guy's super talented, and he plays guitar and he does this and he does all these skits and he does. But he's like a—he's just not funny. No, like to me, uh, you know, whatever. To each your own. But to be in the top fifty, funniest people on earth. I don't care if you think Jimmy Fallon's funny. He's funny. That's fine. But we're talking about the top fifty, and this guy made the cut. Okay. Sad. So we're gonna move down to. uh, uh, Actually, you know, right above him at forty-nine was Joan Rivers. What? Joan Rivers. Uh, I've seen her. She's. She's actually pretty funny. That's fine, but, I mean, where do you see her? Where is she? Well, that we're knowing that she's one of the top 50 people
1: now. Well, yeah, but she's still alive. I think that's what gets her on the list. Her stand-up for back in the day is okay. what got her on the well, list. Well, I can
2: tell you but that there's, no, there's, a, there's there's a very small contingent of females on this list. Should she be one of them in the top 50
1: right now? If, of what's she, if right she's now? on it and Sarah Silverman's not, something's wrong.
2: Um. The next one down is another female. At number 45 is Melissa McCarthy. I don't even know who that is. That is for Bridesmaids, the heavyset chick. And oh, she's on the Mike and Molly. She's pretty funny. I think she was all right in that movie. But that Mike and Molly,
0: it's, again, it's that, corny. So it's like, I've never seen it.
2: It's whatever. A Brides, Bridesmaids, like I said, you, that one character, that's fine. It's funny. But for you to be in the top 50 funny people now, who's writing? To me, this list was written by women. It had to have been because there's people in here. It's like you got to throw this chick a bone because she's a. There, she's not in the top fifty funniest people now. Yeah, so but she's uh,
1: popular. She's in another movie right now, so she's popular. That's popular. Exactly. So let's
2: call the top fifty funny people
0: who are in movies now. The top fifty comedians that are trending right or, now. Yeah,
2: or yeah, not necessarily comedians. Uh, then at number forty three is at dad boner. What a- the Twitter account at dad boner. <laughs> Made the t- the top fifty funny people now. The at only- D- Dad Boner, <laughs> at Dad Boner. What is Dad Boner? That's the name of this guy's Twitter handle. It's a comedian. It's pretty funny. That's funny. I like that. So, but this guy is funnier. At Dad Boner is apparently in the top fifty funniest people now. <laughs> He's funnier than Joan Rivers apparently. <laughs> he is on this list. So at so we're gonna drop down from forty three to thirty two. Bill Murray at thirty two. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. That's way too low. Way too low. Where do you think he should
1: be? Top 15 at least. Oh, you're saying it's it's too high now. Yeah, well, he's no, too high would be, you know, the top of the list.
2: 50 is high, one is
1: low. No, 50 is low. You think he should be the the best is number one. Yeah, well, yeah, one's a low number. number.
2: 50 is a high number. Yeah, so you're going back, but high is number one. That's the top of the line. You think he should be in the top 15? Yes, funny people now. I don't think he's he's alive. I
0: love his body of work.
2: Makes yeah, him no, one of those right. people in
0: I mean, great argument. I'm not disagreeing with you. i was Funniest people of all that. time, I would probably put him in the top ten, but now he's not funny. No,
2: but he they're not saying like I, I, what you're when you say trending, I think you mean like what he's doing this second. Exactly. They're saying like now nah, who's this, in existence right now that's exactly. a comedian is what the way if he's doing. If you're not dead, dead, you can make So that we're list. looking at the total body of words. So yes. if
1: if the three Stooges weren't dead, they'd probably be on that list. Not my list. I can tell no, well, my you list. know what I mean, right. Yeah, he should. If that's the
2: way you're. If that's at the case, it, then think, he should. I think that's the way we're going to We're going to really assume that, that the list yeah. is written. Funnier than him at number twenty, all the way down at number twenty-five is Fred Armisen, from Portlandia, Saturday Night Live. I think the dude is
1: awesome. You know my feelings about that show.
2: And that's weird, considering you're a hipster. I think you're taking you take offense to it. <laughs> you they mock you. No, do you do you know who that guy is Mm-mm. from Saturday Night Live? Maybe if
0: I saw a picture of him. I asked you
2: to watch Portlandia. Apparently, you've never been around to it. I know your wife. You did. told me it
0: was weed humor. Sorry. I don't no, know.
2: it's not weed humor. You say that. Or <laughs> Doug Benson is weed humor. Portland. You. Every time I say Portland, you go, dude. Oh, weed yeah. humor. You're telling or, me maybe workaholic. Yes. Weed humor. Yes. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> weed humor. I love how Nick just it dismisses it. Just it's just it. weed humor. Yeah. You don't like no. Cheech and Chong? Uh, just not my thing. Uh, this Coke, is, this is, humor is a, I like. this is a
2: slap in the face. Because you want to talk about someone who doesn't deserve to be on this list? 22, funnier than Bill Murray. Funnier than at Dad Boner. And funnier than Jimmy Fallon. Obviously, Bill Maher.
0: On the list. Not funny at all. Yes. Bill Maher is horrible. Isn't he more of just like a commentary? Like, no, he started uh, out yeah, as a Yeah, but he's a commentary. But
2: then he realized that
0: nobody thought he was funny. Oh, you know what?
2: I don't want to bust
1: that out yet since he is a political commentator. Uh, the top of the list has a few on there as well.
2: Well, I can tell you this. Bill Maher is horrible. He sucks. Do, do you think he one has one of the, the worst BSIs
0: you've ever seen? I don't know, but he just sucks. Like, he just, this not not that a liberal a very agenda, but.
2: a sharply dressed man. That's great. He's that's funny? Has, no, he's not funny. He, I, obviously I, will, I will fight you
1: too He has and a show on, that. on HBO
2: so that has been on for like 13 years. That's great. That, again, retarded people Longevity. watch TV. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, there's no way that Bill Maher is funnier than Bill Murray. Entire Lifetime of Work, no. Okay, well, that's the way we're looking at this list. Well, they, they fucked up. <laughs> he's not even funnier than Ed Boner.
1: I'm, I'm actually on my phone right and now. I guarantee ready you, Ed Dadboner needs to be funnier. Well, hold
2: up I'm not done with the list. You think, you think Gilbert Let is me, lower really than 22? This.
0: Does it get worse? Oh, yeah. I thought All you guys right. said Dilbert.
2: No. At, 20, at number 20, Mark Maron, which I agree. I like Mark Maron. I think Mark Maron's like, he's definitely trending now. He's definitely, like, hot now. And I agree. Mark Maron is one of those, like... uh lost or you know the gems that a lot of people don't maybe not know about but once you find them you're definitely going to be into mark maron 18 is howard stern so howard stern is funnier than bill maher and bill murray, murray and at dad gilbert. boner at dad boner i didn't say gilbert yet i'm are you gilbert may be lower he may be uh, i the didn't top. think he was on it at all we'll I, see i'm not i'm not you didn't you didn't get to take a look at the list
0: do uh, you consider howard a comedian or just kind of like a radio show personality well
2: again it's there's movie stars on this list too that aren't stand-up comedians. Like I explained, it's just what you're funny person. Yeah. Whether you yeah. make people laugh through movies, TV,
0: radio. D- d- but is Howard's point to make people laugh? Or yeah, it just, absolutely. Yeah. It's a comedy show. Oh, gaba gaba
2: we. Jimmy Kimmel under Howard Stern at no. 17. Jimmy Kimmel funnier than Howard. No. Funnier. Just to review, funnier than Mark Maron. Funnier than at Dad Boner. Funnier than Bill Murray. <sighs> Who? That's what it says on yeah, the list. Yeah. yeah. No, it says Jimmy Kimmel is higher yeah, up on the list exactly. than Bill Murray. The travesty. I, I like Jimmy Kimmel a lot. I just don't know if he's if he's seventeen. I don't care if he's even seventeen, but Bill Murray's got to be below. Him. Exactly. And I think I I would almost guarantee you he would agree. Uh 16, Ricky Gervais. Look at Nick, look at Nick. He needs to be higher. No. Yes. You got 16 spots left, and you're going to put that guy as a, no. I'll give you and my top three right I do, now. I, well, I, wait. I do like him. I do too, but he's not in the top fifty. Yeah,
1: yeah, not in the top fifty. Yeah, he is. If he is, That's it's a deep. Hard one. Dude. it's deep.
2: Hold on, let's move down the list, and then you can defend that.
1: I'm just saying he's made one of the funniest yeah. TV shows of all time.
2: Yeah, he did. I don't. Have you ever watched the English version? Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, but he 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 was just the the the, the American version is a, is a taken from what he does. It's not word for word. Yeah. So the concept is his. So you don't credit him with the you he know what what, what what Steve uh, Corral does. Steve Corral,
0: he better be on that list. Uh, just as a side note, I consider Office the funniest show on TV ever on network TV. So coming, even funnier than Seinfeld. Me too.
2: Coming in at number twelve, under Joan Rivers and Dad Boner, is Larry David. I agree. Larry David is awesome. Everything about well. Larry David is awesome. Does yeah. he have stand up
0: by the way? Or is oh yeah, yeah, just... yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, this really pisses me off. Number eleven. Zach Galifianakis. Oh. That's,
0: dude. So overexposed. He's he done. can't be number I mean, 11. He is done. That's too high.
2: You're saying that's it for him. Stick a fork in him. It's over.
0: No, he's not done. It, they will, they'll kick out a couple more of those movies, hangovers. But I mean, I just <laughs> that's saw, it. That's it then? I saw the other one with him, with, um, with uh, RDJ? No. Ooh, um, RDJ? Due date. R-D-J? Is it, R-D-J? Due date.
1: With Robert Downey Jr.
0: Oh. Yeah. What's it? Due date? Okay, yeah, that And it, it, he was playing the same character yeah, from I, the other movie. I thought it was funny. Yeah, was, but it's he,
2: like, you would call him like a overdone, Seth uh, Seth so Rogen type, where he has the same, the same Michael Sarah, the same, like, the same. Yeah, pretty name. much. It's like, like Chris Farley. I mean, what else are you they, gonna do? You know what? I, a Chris Farley, I guarantee, could have made another thirty movies like Tommy Boy, and it would have been every one of them would have yeah, been. hilarious. that would have been awesome. I, I just. I don't... Uh, Zach, Zach Galifianakis, I just don't... I think his stand-up's funny. I just don't know if, like, he's number 11. I That's actually, 11. Dude. I think Do you his, understand? That's number 11. I think his stand-up is less funny than he, his
1: actual acting. He's...
2: He... He almost broke into the top 10. Yeah. Of all... Of funny. I gotta now. see this top 10. We've already said this. Let's okay, so now the good. rest of them I have every... I don't skip You any. want to give us 10 to 1 now? <clears throat> you want to go 10... You Yeah, uh, find my rim shot. Um... <laughs> At number ten, Kristen Wiig. Saturday Night Live bridesmaids. No, I think she's really funny. The I number chick? ten, yeah, I, it's yeah, I think she's funny, on. but I don't think she belongs. She's not top, top 10. ten. Uh, Bill Hader, or he no didn't, or from uh, he's not top Nick's 10. favorite movie. Uh, what's that movie with the uh, Jonah Hill? <laughs> <laughs> super Wait, bad? Wh- yeah, super bad. He plays the police officer <laughs> yeah. with Seth Rogen. Oh, okay, he's not in yeah. top ten. Okay. Um, Lena Dunham from Girls is number eight. I don't <sighs> even know who that is. Yeah, I absolutely definitely agree. A woman super has hilarious. Yeah. She's really funny. She wrote that show. She absolutely very funny. But you're talking above Bill Murray. That's that's yeah. you're talking about above holy. That's, totally ta- that's ho- get the
0: fuck out. of This there. might be one of the worst lists <laughs> of any published magazine.
2: Oddly enough, in 2012, toward the end of the year, I didn't see a lot of list shows. I think when Dick Clark went, he took him with him. That was it. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay, so right under Lena Dunham is Chris Rock at number seven. So you're telling me <laughs> her and Chris Rock really could have gone either way. It was one of those ones where I was this like, This is probably
1: going to be, are you guys going to shoot me down on this? I agree with him in the top ten.
2: No, I agree with him in the top right. ten. Absolutely. Chris Rock, definitely. I right. agree. But I don't think that he should be that close to her. No. I mean, she's like She a, a, shouldn't be that close to She's somebody who's just hit the scene. Now, good, bad, or indifferent, you can't just hit the scene and be automatic. If I don't
1: know your name, you're not in that top ten. Oh, if you what well, yours? I wouldn't what? look. I would look at that girl. and go, I don't know her name.
2: Under Chris Rock is Amy Poehler.
1: Nope.
0: Not I you. never thought. Of is her. that I the, like the, one, the newer one? date. Oh, who? Which one is? Who is She's she? She's from Parks and Rec. Saturday Night Live. The one from Baby's Mama. The the. If that's what you... Yeah, that's the one. Wait, you're talking about the one with Tina Fey? If that shows you anything, that's Fae. what I remember. Where she's like the
2: surrogate mother Are they have yeah. the, a uh, baby for her. You, don't, you agree with her being number six?
0: No, not <laughs> even a little bit.
2: Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone at number five. I'll Absolutely not. At number that. five?
0: Get out of here. I don't even know who that is. Those guys from guys South, South Park.
2: Park. Oh. Number five. Better than Dad Boner. <sighs> Just for <a> review. <laughs> Bill Murray. Howard. Jimmy. Gervais. Larry David. Funnier. No. Absolutely like th- these guys should be at like a number two
1: hundred. Oh, they're very underrated, by the way, because Orgasmo was awesome. I definitely like that. and That's So is so basketball. So. I
2: think South Park is crap, but you know. Orgasmo was awesome. Um number four, Jon Stewart. Out of out of the top fifty, Jon Stewart.
0: He's more he's kind of like Bill. Bill Maher. Just where he's more. Except he's funny. He he's just uh, more all about like political commentary now. that yeah, but, I, but he's funny,
2: not top fifty funny man.
0: I I think it's again, we'll get, it's, we'll it's, get to it's, the it's, other it's, one. It's
2: like it's the cool thing to do. It's you know to be into what is to be into John Stewart or like The Daily Show. Why? That's like the hipster cool. If you're you no, know, I, I agree. No,
1: it's funny. No, why is it? It's not uh, a hipster thing to do.
2: Number three is Tina Fey. I will.
1: She's not, definitely not talented. say number three, but yeah, I agree. She's, top ten, top fifty for sure. Top ten for sure, actually.
2: Uh, then Colbert, uh, number two, Colbert, Stephen Colbert at number two.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say earlier. I don't agree with that at no.
2: all. <laughs> he's he's, a, he's I like again Colbert. he's a supplemental player. You know what I mean? He's he's somebody who is good because of the situation he's put in. He he's good. Not not in the top ten. Not in the top fifty.
1: I you know what? I'll put him in the top ten only because if you can go to the White House correspondence Dinner and roast the president, that just mean, you got balls.
2: Well, you may have balls. Top you, ten. No. And number one, Louis C.K.
0: Rightfully deserved.
2: Do you agree with that?
0: If I had to make it my own top 50 list, he'd be in a, yeah, I I don't know. I'd, I wouldn't like that guy and think he's the funniest thing ever. But I, the show is... This, I, I, I don't know. It's I, not it's, straightforward like funny.
2: It's just like this. he just does just, like the some show. stuff that's just but amazing. amazing. Then yep. I was
0: thinking I'd watch the stand-up before, and I, I don't think it's really that funny. Who's not on this list? Uh, I was going to ask you where Bill Burr is. He's not. Not no. on it.
2: Not on it. I, I would
0: probably put him at one. Yeah, I would say he's number one. That's
2: a absolutely Ge- I put 100%. Jeff Ross on there? No. No. Uh, no way.
1: I wouldn't put Jeff Ross on Would there. you put Gilbert on that list? Absolutely. Gilbert's not on the list? No. no Where's nice. Alec Baldwin on that list? He is on the list somewhere, Good. I think. Good. But it was Can I give you my top three real quick? Yes. Louis CK. At number one? At going number up one. from this. No, I'm going one, two, three now. Okay. Louis C. K. number one. Number two would be Larry David. At number three, Jeff race.
0: was Steve Carell on there? No,
2: he's not. And I have him written down online. I'm going to assume that there. Seinfeld's on there. Yeah, he is. All right. He's deep. He's
0: deep. In- Why well, is he
2: what? so far down? You know what? He might be, I don't know if they'll... I don't he, Either way, he's not in the top. I've got to think, think that they're,
0: that they're, this list is looking at people that are trending now because it's saying funny now. They're not saying funny all time or funny. people I don't know, because ever. how
2: is how would you consider that dad at dad boner is funny now? Why have I never his, heard his of, hits of dad, in the dad 80s. boner? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, that, it very well could be, but Zach Galifianakis, what's he doing right now that mm. is, puts him in? in I
0: mean, time. right
2: now being the past few years, I don't know. Okay, where's Bill Murray been in the last few years? He did that, that uh, new Zom- Wes Anderson movie. He huh? was in Zombieland. It, it was probably one of the best performances in a movie online. long time. It was time. a good one. Uh, yeah, Sarah Silverman's not on the list. Jim Norton's not on the Wait, list. Sarah Gilbert... Silverman's not on? Mm-mm. Wow. No Gilbert, no Sarah Silverman, no Jim Norton, Uh, no Bill Burr. And like I said, immediately it was like, I like Louis a lot, but I think Bill Burr's, I've seen, I only got to see what? 15 minutes of Bill Burr at the Vince Vaughn Wild West Comedy. I listen to Bill Burr's podcast every week, but live I only got to see 15 minutes of it. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Who? I was with you there. Bill Burr only performed for 15 minutes of it. Did he? Yeah. I thought it was like he, a half hour. No. Oh, I thought. I, I, what, even if it was. I mean, he I didn't get to see 90 minutes and and I I'm going to I got tickets to go to Indianapolis. Three tickets. My wife's taking one. We'll see who's going to fight it out to get the other one. What are the um, chances
0: that she backs out? You never know. Anything could happen. Like a last-minute game-changing backup? It could.
2: Podcast road trip. It absolutely could. Uh, I think my brother was going to have to arm-wrestle somebody for that <laughs> extra ticket. Uh, so, yeah, the, these lists are always, they blow my mind because it's like, who who writes these I lists? really want to
1: know who wrote that. Where out. are the
2: scholar brothers on the list? That's my question. Where's Jay Moore? Ugh. Where's Adam Adam Carolla. <laughs> I think, I mean, Adam Carolla should definitely be above Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. If Jimmy's on the list, Adam has to be on the if list. If Adam made Jimmy's career, he should be on that list.
0: Uh, I mean, I think they, they, simpatico, man, they made each other's did, career. But Wait, together. you're saying Adam Carolla made Jimmy Kimmel's career? Yeah. I think it's the other way around. So yeah. Jimmy was
2: already on uh, the radio and brought Adam in. Yeah, but it wasn't. I, I, I you're never just been saying like he Jimmy took him Kimmel. to that next level. Yeah. yeah. That, that being said, I mean, I, I look at this list and I'm like, I believe Adam Carolla is like one of the most popular. Po- no, I don't believe it. It's the truth. I think it does. And so, if you're saying that you know at Dad Boner <laughs> is is awesome, then I mean, how do you leave out Adam? I, again, I mean, I give props to uh, pretty much everybody on this list is Rob Schneider. Oh, or was the God. Rob Schneider? I I would take Rob Schneider over Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah, I can't stand yep. Jimmy Fallon. Are we all in agreement with with yep. the anti uh, Jimmy Fallon? You know Fallon who I was awful? happy
0: that was not on there unless he was, and you just did mention it was Dane Cook. He's not on the list. No, okay, good. Good. I just said that. You You would be mad if he was on the list? No, I said I didn't hear you. I go, I'm glad that he was not unless you just didn't mention him. No, nobody mentioned him, unfortunately.
2: No, I mean, whatever. But, again, I I just have to ask myself, like, who sat around? George Who sat around? You know, (laughs) I'm surprised. Was
0: Conan O'Brien on that list? No. Conan's not on that list? No. Wow. Look through it. I, I might you have know, missed it, but I'm pretty sure it I want sure to was say not. that Rolling Stone recently published like the top. Dude, Rolling Stone is all crap. Time. Dude. And Obama was Wait, like number three. They published the top
1: fifty presidents of all time, or the so top five, like three. Ten, maybe <laughs> maybe it was top ten. <laughs> it's after you're out of here.
2: Yeah, like what do they base that? Like I just think Rolling Stone. I remember as a kid, it was like oh this is this is like the top of the you know top of the food chain. Rolling Stone, you know they they give you the nod, you're in and. Absolutely think that they put out like some of the biggest crap. That's crap.
1: That's not a good list. There's another
2: list that I had up on the Facebook page, which is like the 50 hottest women in 2013 or 2012. Another. Well, here's the thing: the list was obviously again made by a female because there's girls on there that no dude would think is. I mean, she may be pretty, but she's definitely not in the top 100. And. You know, like I said, that's when another girl—you go a girl—looked at this and said, "That girl's pretty." It's
0: such an arbitrary thing to like. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I but but yeah. here is the
2: thing: you you know, like, is talking about Hollywood types. You know specifically, like that person would not be on the list, and this is by and large what most people think should be on the list. So, I mean, there some, but some of these are like out of left field, where you are like, Ooh. but like the the chick from Girls isn't getting on the list. But here is the thing: she would get on the list if like. That wouldn't surprise me if she's on the list because like someone would say, well, here's the thing. Technically, she may not be, you know, as beautiful as this person here, but as, you know, Miley Cyrus or whoever they deem is beautiful. But they would say, but she brings this to the table and this and this and she's the hot new thing and she's not, she's willing to go out there and be daring and whatnot. So <laughs> you you might end up seeing a person like that on the list. Where's Megan Fox on this list? I don't know. i would give her a thumbs down. though. I'll, I'll tell you that right now.
0: Hey, Nick, real quick, if you want to get that commercial out there. Got Stitcher? We're on it, so get it. Stitcher is an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. Since the last uh, podcast,
2: we've definitely uh, we've got some more people that have subscribed to Stitcher with our promo code, which is man. So when you do um, sign up for Stitcher or download it to your phone... You need to go, it'll ask you um, if you have a promo code or where you heard of it from, and you just put in, hey, my man, H-E-Y-M-Y-M-A-N, and then we get credit for it. And for every person that we get to sign up to Stitcher, we get a dollar. So, I mean, it, you know, it helps out to, to pay for some of the microphones and whatnot and, and whatever we need. Um, it's not biggest deal in the world, but it's something. It helps. So if you can do that, much appreciated. Also, make sure that you guys are leaving comments, good, bad, or indifferent, the rating the episodes. Um, on the actual whether it be on Stitcher um or iTunes or on our Podbean page which is uh www.heymyman.podbean.com just like it sounds i don't want to have to spell it again right. but um you can go there and stream it you can go to you know Stitcher iTunes however you want to listen to it so thanks for uh, downloading stitcher adding stitcher to your phone and listening so far so um Steve, I know you had a gripe about people's, about uh, Facebook.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a lot of, I'm following a lot of people on Twitter and I think I have uh, 10 followers.
2: I definitely have, I can, I got both of you guys into the, in the Twitter. Yes. I, I think it's a way better medium than Facebook. Facebook to me, it's like the website that, it's like Twitter for people that have to be involved with your, you know, your family. Uh, Twitter's for your family. Nobody says anything fun or exciting on Facebook. No, not really. Did I say Twitter before? Yeah, yeah. yeah Facebook. Yeah, you did. Yeah, no, Facebook, like, you feel obligated to go on there and look at pictures of your family's, your, and it's your all thoughtless likes. Like, you know? People want to give you their weather report for the, oh, no, there's a storm coming. And then, like, eight other people put the same thing. Yeah. And, um, in like, pictures of their kids. Nobody cares about the kid. I don't care about looking at people's kids. Yeah, but nobody gives you a, a- <laughs> Oh, yeah. I know that makes people mad, like a thoughtless
1: retweet. You know what I mean? Right. Like A like, you'll get a like every day, just cause. My
0: sister in law Mel like looked at you like you were a monster when you said that. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, the, you know, Nick just had a couple of babies, not him, his Whoa. wife,
0: but and I, I, you know, hey, I like his kids just fine,
2: but I really don't want to have to. I don't want to look at pictures of his kids. I don't look at pictures of my own kids. <laughs> so, like Facebook, I, I get so frustrated with it because. My favorite thing was, like, my dad and a lot of older people, like, right when Facebook, you know, was popular a couple of years ago. People were like, oh, you know, Facebook is just social media. It's just ruining the way people communicate. And now I guarantee no, your dad no, my has dad's it, on it. My dad has it. Your dad has it. And they're doing the same thing. Yep. It's like, that's just, the you know, how things how things have progressed. But Facebook is just everybody. You could put a picture of a dog, like some ugly ass dog with with, you know. A paw missing, a pencil sticking out of its eye, and then everyone's oh, that's you know some stupid mundane comment. Mm-hmm. I don't care to tell you happy birthday. I do like it when people tell me happy birthday. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, but I'm pretty much not gonna remember anybody's birthday, even though it tell- even though Facebook will tell you it prompts me. I don't care. Um, I also one thing that really sucks about Facebook, and everybody agrees with this: there could be a comment that somebody puts or a status that I really like, but I will not technically like, like it. it. Because then I got to hear all these person's stupid relatives and friends, mm-hmm. and my phone's going off, or I got to, you know, I don't care about anybody else's commentary.
0: So you could just change your notification settings. I, I yeah, I could, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, but either either way, <laughs> I just don't. Wanna, I don't want
2: to get involved in like a like you get you get pulled into like a warp zone where all of a sudden you're like in this you know banter back and forth. Oh, and it's like, like just, a big just, political I, debate. Yeah, I got to get out of this.
0: <laughs>
2: um, Twitter. I just feel like it's it's a lot more user friendly. Like when people get it's it's intimidating for some reason to people because I just don't get it. it I just is. don't get it. Um, I know Nick often complains about people hash the hashtags, but apparently, it, like the real Twitter nerds, if you to use a hashtag is like very you know it's uncool. So they don't do if you if you put a hashtag like right away they're like this dude it's a square. They, I don't know why, but that's like the one thing isn't that, they,
1: that how it gets classified
2: though, yeah, but that's be- beca- here's the thing like the the people that are out there writing like funny tweets and that's what they like to do. they don't want to get lumped into a I don't know why, but it's almost hmm. like one of those things where it's like, listen, I don't need to be jumped on that bandwagon for people to come across me. you'll someone's gonna think I'm funny. They'll retweet me. You'll find me, and it, yeah, and eventually I will be showing up Who, on your who's timeline. I told you this? I see it on there. I'm on it. You know, I was on it long enough to understand. Like I said, for the longest time, you like if you don't ask somebody, you just kind of fumble your way around on it. But at least for the podcast, I mean, people definitely take part in our Facebook page, but it's mostly people we know personally. Right. Where the Twitter, I just think you have the opportunity to reach so many more people, and we have. Yeah, absolutely, and like I said, you just need a couple of key people. The Facebooks, like you get, if you were on a Facebook for, let's just use like a super huge celebrity that's awesome, just for example, like John Goodman. If you were on John Goodman's Facebook page, it's probably not John Goodman. It's like a fan page or whatever. But his Twitter, if it's verified, it's actually John Goodman or somebody he hires to, you know. But uh, you feel like you have an opportunity to speak directly to that person. And when that person likes something you say, like I did one to uh, Michael Rappaport before. And then Michael Rappaport, in turn, retweeted a joke that I told. And then a bunch of people all of a sudden found me through, he's got, you know, 27,000 fans or whatever. All of a sudden, people he retweets my joke to 27,000 people. That's how you end up getting a, fo- a Twitter following. But what I don't understand is why have a Twitter if you're just going to use it as a Facebook? I know I, I don't understand that, that
1: either. It, 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 you're, you're, it's having two Facebooks. Why?
2: I think unless you're selling a product or whatever, the the whole purpose of a Twitter is to be out there to market yourself or, like, write jokes or, you know, be funny. Mm -hmm. or Not to just say, hey, I'm, you know, at the store, hashtag Jewel. (laughs) You know, going to, uh, going tanning. hashtag Hashtag getting it done. Right. I mean... The, especially when you make up your own hashtag, like Steve said, a hashtag is like a like it's like a placeholder. So when other people are is, using is the same is somebody
1: hashtag, gonna come come to Twitter and search getting it done. You know what I mean? Apparently. I don't know.
0: But like, have you done that before and seen some of the stupid shit no. that's on there? But like a lot of people will literally put <laughs> no like, to say for
2: example, um, Goodwill hunting is on TV and it's trending, and someone will put like Matt Damon's awesome in Goodwill Hunting, hashtag Goodwill Good Hunting, longer. and it's like you need you really felt it was necessary to just put like how lonely are you and i under i like my thing is i put stuff on there because you want the instant gratification of twitter where you tell a joke and people are immediately like retweet like retweet. Yeah. tweet it never happens for we me we have 10 followers and four of them are me
0: <laughs> so i got six people reading my thing yeah, three you know. because you're suspended on one of them yeah. right?
2: <laughs> i'm suspended on the my man one right now
0: so I if,
1: think five of my followers are sitting right here. Are you following me too? Yep. Yeah. Yep, five yeah. of them right Six, here. Six, I would think.
2: Six. But like I said, it's all about quantity. It's all about being able to do something original, not retweeting. I mean, the way you're going to get followers is by going out there and, and writing something original, something funny. Whether you're a guy who's into like like a sportscaster and you write sports-related stuff or you're, you're like live tweeting a boxing match or a, a soccer match probably for you. <laughs> Or the X Games.
1: The X, I actually just got an X Games update on my phone. <laughs>
2: that does not surprise me. Uh, yeah, no, I. I. Facebook, I don't know if it'll ever, like, I thought, like, at the time, MySpace would go on forever. But I guess what I find funny is, like, all these people before, like, I just don't have time for Facebook. Yeah, you do. Because you can do it while you're sitting in your car in a parking yep. lot, while you're walking through a grocery store. It just, it makes me laugh when people are like, man, you know what, I'm so busy, I have this, I have this. It's like, Really? If you, what really is pathetic is people that you you say, hey, you know, do you want to put Stitcher on your phone? You can listen to the podcast and they hold up like an old flip phone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, really, dude, (laughs) how much is, how much really is a base model? Free. You can get one for free. And with upgrading your, you just have to sign like yeah, an extra year contract, which you're going to do give anyway. You, a phone for free. you can't be without yeah. a cell phone. <laughs> so for someone to be, that's no different than the Facebook. It's just that people are afraid, especially like our parents' age. Mm-hmm. My parents, my parents both have a smartphone, but I think it's people get intimidated. Like, oh, this is. I still like when people have Blackberries nowadays. It's like really, you're still carrying a Blackberry. I loved awful. my Blackberry. Was the greatest phone before I started with an Android? I got a company phone and it, it was bad. At, dude, it was like going from the BlackBerry Curve, like a, uh, a rotary dial phone, seriously, to like the Zach Morris cell phone. That's like <laughs> the leap in technology. And now, like, there's no way you could go back to one, a jitterbug.
1: If somebody gave me another phone than an iPhone, I'd be like, I can't I'd just do rather not I can't have a do phone. this. Yeah, just like
2: just kill you, me. You're again. You're a lot younger than me, but. There was a time, like I said, where I carried a pager for, like, I, that's what I did. I oh. carry, you, 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 did you ever have a pager? No. Backpack phone. No. You never <laughs> had a backpack. You went in too little for that. I carried a pager. My my now wife carried a pager. My brother had a pager. Everyone I knew had a pager. And mine was one of those, uh, I always call it Skynet, but I forget what it was called, like Skytech or whatever, where you would call in a service you would do a voice to text and then the text message would come out what you said on my on my so that was like at the
1: that's fancy yeah it that
2: was that was it exp- was a little extra money but i had a job and nothing else going on for myself so i was like well i'll spend that extra money on that would you pay a month for that 29 bucks maybe 28 bucks oh. but i mean back then there was you people didn't have cell phones right and the thing is is you'd get a you'd get a you know you'd be driving and you'd be like i got to pull over and find it. now i have to find a pay phone it was like so so it got down to the point where we were doing I would pick up a, uh, like if my mom was to pick me up from school after an event or I was meeting one of my buddies, I would call Collect to your house and I would say the message real quick (laughs) and and be like, "Pick up. "Um, you have a message from, dude, I need you to meet me over at Wendy's right now. (laughs) Will you accept the charges? No, No. (laughs) I won't. But I'm heading over to Wendy's. We did that all the time. I don't know what I mean. We did that too. I think people don't realize like how great technology is and how, how. I don't know how people would survive without cell phones nowadays. You because you've, t- it's almost like taking an animal out of the wild and putting them in the zoo, and then putting them back putting in the them wild. back in the wild. And you just would yeah. not, or having a, an animal born in the zoo, and then being like, you know what, this zoo thing's not working out. We've lost our money. We're just going to go ahead and take you to Africa, throw you back out in the jungle, and uh, you'll be all right. De- I mean, you know de- a couple de- of we- other guys that were from the, the zoo. Just hook up with those guys, you'll be all right. <laughs> but I can remember, like they had a payphone where. You would just drive up in your car, and you could like reach out and and you, I would see people <laughs> sitting on a payphone in a parking lot for like hours. there'd be line of cars behind a payphone. That's that's what that's that, the society that seems we live.
0: Unbelievable in. to me. I, they I, meet me at the pool hall.
2: Absolutely, there, but there was a um, there was a payphone every every five you know every five feet. Not anymore. Like, but it was like back, back then you you st- like you couldn't go into a business and be like hey can I use your phone? They'd be like use the payphone. And I think it was a quarter, maybe, maybe, it, you know, 35 cents at the very, at the, at the most. But now it's like a payphone is like a dinosaur. I mean, whenever we find one, we take a picture of it. Everyone I that know I know where I found you one.
0: Yeah. I remember my school had like 20. Probably like a bank? It. Every gas station had them. Mm-hmm. How many times?
2: I mean, and every time you went there, your first move was to pick it up. Hit the uh the, the receiver sure and re- check the coin yep. the coin exchange. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a habit where you just do the same thing. Um I think we're at uh we're at an hour right now. So we again we just redid the podcast that we already did a whole <laughs> an entire podcast. So hopefully we left some stuff out and we're gonna get back to because we're tired of talking about it. It just seems like it wouldn't be fresh. So we're going to uh you know what? Next week, real quick, or in the next coming week, we're going to attempt to like get out and interview some people. So I think that we're trying to work out right now an interview with some of the people, some of the girls on the uh, or ladies uh, or on the uh, Ileana Derby Dames, which is a um, what do you call it roller, roller, derby, roller derby roller derby team. I think they're just starting up this organization, and on February 18th and at February 20th, they're having an open practice. At the uh, Linwood Skate Center. A practice or a tryout? No, they're having a practice, but I think also you could try out. Right. You get to go and watch them practice, and then at the same time you can, uh, I think if you want to to join in or whatever, you can talk to them about doing What's that. What's that date again? It is uh, February 18th and February 20th, and that's at the Linwood Skate Center in Linwood, Illinois. That's like uh, 30 minutes west of, oh, Chicago. Uh, of Chicago. Or is it? It's 30 minutes east of Chicago. It's East. thirty minutes one East. way away East. from
1: Chicago.
2: Uh, it's at twenty thirty Glenwood Dyer Road, and that's from eight to ten p.m. Entrance is free, so you could take your kids there. You know, if you if they're into, it. I'd check it out. I've never checked it out. I don't I think know. If I'm going to be there. Well, I don't know, Nick. Nick you didn't hear this, but Steve's going to attempt to uh, get a job as a referee.
1: I feel like that'd be a good job for
2: me. I feel like it would be a swell job for him, and but I don't know if they're going to let him wear his inline rollerblades or whatever you call. i
0: Open. Is that uh, what they use? No, no, they use traditional
2: roller
1: skates. I've never roller skated.
2: Well, that's going to be it for us. Hopefully, uh, next week we can go over, redo some of the stuff that we talked about and didn't want to re-talk about. <laughs> My fault. My bad. Thanks for listening. Take it easy.